Radio On The Go News. Brian Fiancher reporting. The broadcast area is under a winter storm watch from tomorrow afternoon through Thursday morning. Moderate to heavy snow is possible with total snow accumulations of 4 to 9 inches with the greatest amounts along the north of a Waterloo to Ames to Atlantic line. Travel could be very difficult. Snowfall rates may peak at 1 to 2 inches per hour at times during the late afternoon and evening hours tomorrow. Sunday afternoon, Iowa Falls police arrested 21-year-old Madeline Schlachter of Iowa Falls for violation of a no-contact protective order. Friday night, Iowa Falls police arrested 42-year-old Joshua Anderson of Alden for an OWI. And Friday morning, Iowa Falls police arrested 39-year-old Robert Mestog, the second of Iowa Falls, who was wanted on a Hardin County warrant for second-degree theft. All three were later released. Sunday morning, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 32-year-old Jocelyn Beatriz Figueroa Ramirez of Hampton for a first defense OWI and for having an open container. Ramirez was later released from custody. Yesterday, the Sarah Gordo County Board of Supervisors accepted most of the recommendations made by the County Compensation Board setting the salaries for the county's elected officials beginning July 1st. The positions of county attorney, auditor, recorder, sheriff, and treasurer will each receive pay raises of 6%. However, the Sarah Gordo supervisors voted to not accept a pay raise and will remain at $52,460 each. The highest paid elected position in the Sarah Gordo county government will be that of the county attorney, $147,540. Today, the Floyd County Board of Supervisors will receive a funding request for the Rockford Recreation Trail and will continue to discuss supplemental heat as needed in the courthouse. The Floyd County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the EOC training room at the courthouse in Charles City. Today, the Butler County Board of Supervisors will hold a budget workshop meeting and will consider an agreement with the Iowa Department of Transportation for the Trayer Street Bridge Project in Green. The Butler County Board of Supervisors meet this morning at 9 o'clock at the courthouse in Allison. A bill introduced in the Iowa House would set up a state licensing process for rural emergency hospitals. Federal rules now let small rural hospitals discontinue inpatient care and just provide an emergency room and outpatient services. Representative Martin Graber of Fort Madison says this could be a financial lifeline for more than 30 small Iowa hospitals where very few patients are being admitted for an overnight stay. This is the first step in the process. we got to get the state to say it's okay to license one. Keokuk's hospital closed in October and Graber says a standalone ER would be a viable alternative in the community. Blessing Hospital has said they would be interested in it and they're the logical ones. Blessing Health, based in Quincy, Illinois, closed its 49-bed Keokuk Hospital September 30th due to operating losses and low demand for inpatient care. The Rural Emergency Hospital license Graber and others are working on would increase the government's reimbursement rates for Medicare and Medicaid patients treated in an emergency room. To make sure we have a place so, so that one of my constituents down in Keokuk shows up and they've had a stroke or they're having a heart attack or some major problem is that we can get them treated. 
once a critical patient is stabilized in a rural emergency hospital ZR. Graber says they would be transferred to inpatient care elsewhere while patients with less acute emergencies could be quickly treated and discharged. Officials with the Wright County Charitable Foundation say there is a change to their granting cycle. Awards will now be offered annually instead of twice a year as in the past. Nonprofit organizations are encouraged to submit grant applications for funding their dream projects, be they big or small. Each grant application is required to match 20% of the funds necessary to complete the project. Applications are now being accepted for the 2023 granting period until 4 p.m. on March the 1st. Now, for more information, go to wrightcounty.iowa.gov slash department slash economic development. So, again, that's wrightcounty.iowa.gov slash department slash economic development. Today's Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is the 2000th since we began the program back in 2015. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Hampton Mayor Steve Burtzel, who will give an update on what has been taking place in the city, including the remodeling of City Hall and the council chambers. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news weather and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Rainfall totals from around the area in the past 24 hours. Charles City picking up 19 one-hundredths of an inch. Clarion, 32 one-hundredths. Fort Dodge, two-tenths of an inch. Iowa Falls, 15 one-hundredths. Castley picked up 57 one-hundredths of an inch. Marshalltown, 18 one-hundredths. Mason City, 46 one-hundredths of an inch. Waterloo, 36 one-hundredths, Webster City, 32 one-hundredths, and in Hampton at our studios, 43 one-hundredths of an inch rain falling in the past 24 hours. One weather-related announcement to pass along this morning here on Radio On The Go, and that's for the Iowa Falls and Alden School Districts. The bus routes will be on the hard surface roads only for today. So again, Iowa Falls, Alden Schools, the bus routes will be on hard surface roads only for today. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 43 and the low of 33. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.